Good morning and welcome to Presbyterian Church of the Covenant, PCC, where we are worshiping Jesus Christ, living out the Father God's love and transforming community by the Holy Spirit. Glad everybody's here. I got a couple announcements. One of them is, and you'll see in your orders of worship, um, there's an envelope for the Deacons Fund. And if you don't know what this is, it's simple. This is money that goes straight for tithes, gifts, money, offering that goes straight into the hands of the least and the lost. It goes towards the lunches that we hand out. Um, It goes towards everything the deacons do. And um, so this is over and above tithes, gifts, and offerings. This is a special offering, and that's happening this Sunday. And the way you do it is you fill this. There's an envelope in your orders of worship. You put your extra gift, tithe offering, in the envelope and put it in the plate as it passes by. Also, you'll notice that this is in your order of worship. And this is for October, there it is, no, September 27th, 10.30 a.m., Fellowship Hall. We give you this, uh, hoping you already know all this. But take this and get it into someone's hands who would benefit from this, right? Because everyone knows about the senior options, correct? I've been saying that for a couple weeks. So if you don't, I don't know. There's a situation. Uh, But get this in the hands of somebody who needs or would benefit. Um, I got a sermon about that, but I won't give you that right now. Um, also, Presbytery is happening this Saturday, Los Ranchos Presbytery. It was supposed to be at Grace First Presbyterian Church, but they're doing something. They had termites or something. I don't remember what the story was. So we're hosting, and so all of Los Ranchos Presbytery is coming here. And we need to give a shout-out, special recognition, round of applause, whatever. Maybe we'll just do one clap and make sure everyone talks to Nora after this and thanks her. I want as many people as are in this room to say thank you to Nora for organizing. We got the Fellowship Hall freshly waxed. We could go rollerblading in there if you want after. Uh, We got this whole place vacuumed and sealed. Uh, I don't know what that means, but I think we did it. Um, So just extra special thanks to Nora and actually her team. Um, I think that's it on the announcements. If you got any more, I'll have some more time later in the service. Everybody stand up, greet each other with the holy fist bump. And I didn't forget the clap. I hadn't seen Nora yet. Would everyone please stand? And Nora, would you step inside the sanctuary for a second? And everybody give Nora a, a rousing round of applause. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We go from joy to joy. No, you keep standing because we're about to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. <laughs> Everybody stand up, sit down. Everybody needs to turn around at least seven times. Just kidding. Here our call to worship. Our call to worship comes from Psalm 103 today. I'm going to be reading from the King James Version. And it reads as this. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. 
who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Let's worship the Lord together.
sing and make music with the heavens. We will sing, sing, sing. Grateful that you hear us when we shout your praise. Lift high the name of Jesus. What's not to love about you? Heaven and earth adore you. Kings and kingdoms bow down. Son of God, you are the one. You are the one. You are the love that frees us. You are the light that feeds us. Like a fire burning. Son of God, you are the one. You are the
step down into darkness open my eyes let me see beauty that made this heart
all of us have sinned. It's not something we like to talk about. It's not even something we like to self-identify with. But every day we miss the mark on something or on some things. And every day we fall short of the glory of God. But the good news is God doesn't identify us as sinners. We are all freely justified through the redemption that happened in Christ Jesus on the day we said we believe. We still need to atone for it and look at it and fix it to the best we can. But we are justified. Will you please pray with me as we confess our transgressions and set ourselves right with God? Holy and merciful God, you bless us with your unfailing mercy, yet we do not obediently follow you. You call us to love, but we do not listen to you. You command us to serve, but we walk away from those in need. You call us to worship, but we continue to follow idols. We have strayed from your ways, we have wasted your blessings, and we have misused your grace. Have mercy on us, O Lord. Forgive us and renew us. Empower us to live as new creations in you. We pray through Christ our Lord and Redeemer. Amen. If we confess our sins, God is faithful and just, and he will forgive our sins. Because as far as the east is from the west, so far God has removed us from our transgressions. And each one of us is watched clean, and we are forgiven in Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God.
beautiful, 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 beautiful. We're in the Psalms, and uh, we're going to be studying Psalm 126. It's another Psalm of Ascent. I want to make a shout out once again to, like I did last week, Eugene Peterson's book, Long Obedience in the Same Direction. It, uh, it's a really, really highly recommended by me. It came highly recommended to me for years and years and years. Finally studied it for preparation of this sermon series. And it's one of those books that goes into that separate category where you can read it numerous times and keep, keep getting get stuff from it. Um, and this is, like I said, a psalm of ascent. When, uh, when did they go up to the temple? When did they go, and go to Jerusalem? Twice a year? Does anybody remember? Pop quiz. Is everybody awake? One of them is Yom Kippur. That's actually happening a week from today at sunset. Um, so I would imagine that thousands of years ago, some Hebrew people were singing this psalm as they were cruising up. Not cruising, because there's no cruise control. Uh, on a camel, or a horse, or a donkey, or walking. Um, but as they were ascending, they would be singing, reading, um, proclaiming these things. And once again, even before I open, application is uh, read, your, read your Bibles. Read your Psalms. Early on in seminary, uh, a friend of mine said, if you want to get good at praying, start praying the Psalms. And uh, how many, uh, I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny, right? If you haven't read your Bible this week, you please leave the room. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think it's just the funny stuff goes on in my head sometimes. Uh, this is Psalm 126. And it reads as thus. Actually, before I say that, before I get to it, I, uh, this is a joyful psalm. And I... This is a quote that I found, well, actually, I found in that book that Peterson wrote. Ellen Glasgow, she's a novelist, she writes this of her, her dad, who was a Presbyterian elder. He was entirely unselfish, and in his long life, he never committed a pleasure. <laughs> right? We are grumpy and we are not as joyful as we're supposed to be. That's what I get from that quote. Right? We're known as followers of Jesus, and we're the last people that, we, that they want to invite to the party. And that's wrong. There's something wrong in that. This is a, a psalm of joy, and it'll teach us how to change that? Do you want to change that? I do too. I want, I want joy to be spilling out of each of us, so much so that people say, what's going on at that outpost? What's happening? What's in the water over there? Anywho, let's get to the scripture. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion... We were like those who dream. That our mouth was filled with laughter. Our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. 
And we rejoiced. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the watercourses of the Negev. Make those who sow in tears, may those who sow in tears reap with shouts of joy. Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves. This is the word of the Lord. Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, precious Lord Jesus, powerful spirit, teach through me. Teach me through me, a broken vessel, redeemed and justified through Jesus Christ. May my words fall to the ground and be quickly forgotten, and may your words take root in our lives. May we be known as your joyful people. And all God's people said. All right. Notice, um, first couple verses, past tense. Middle verse, present tense. Final verses, future tense. Joy is nurtured by living in God's history. If we want to change the game, if we want to change how people are perceiving us or change ourselves for just that reason, to have ourselves be changed by God, it takes being nurtured in what God has done in and through us in the past. I've said this a million times. If you had to sum up the Old Testament with one word, what would it be? Starts with an R and ends with a, a member. <laughs> Remember. Remember. Has God showed up for you in the past? Amen. Right? I love that you guys have started. When I first got here and I asked that question, you guys would, he's going to talk to us. <laughs> I didn't sign up for that, but I'm just, I'm just proud of you right at this moment. Thank you for saying yes, but yes. Notice that when he talks in the present, the psalmist, he doesn't escape what the world is throwing at him, but he plunges into God's work. Joy isn't an escape, and I'll get to that in a second. Um, In fact, joy isn't a requirement. Some of you come in here today, and you've had a hard week. You may have lost a couple battles. You may have gotten in some arguments. You may have... had a lot of negative stuff said to you. You may be limping in here this morning and you hear me say, hey, perk up and smile and you want to say, shut up, I want to leave. (laughs) Notice this isn't that. This, This psalm doesn't require us to put on a happy face. 
This psalm invites us to plunge in, like I just said, into God himself. It's not, an, it's not a requirement, it's a consequence. Huffman, uh, John Huffman, Dr. John J. Huffman, I don't think his middle name was a J, but... Um, but right around Thanksgiving, he would always say, if you're ever having t- trouble expressing gratitude, sit down with a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil and just write out all the good things that you have in your life. And you'll notice two or three pages in, there's always stuff that God is giving even in the midst of the struggles. Plunge into God's goodness. I'll talk a little bit more about, because um, that's what this psalm is really about. Like, these are all amazing truths and are going to change the game for us all into being, like, it'll, it'll if we start living in what God has done, gratitude will start seeping out. If we start accepting God's invitation to plunge into him, gratitude and joy will start seeping out. But um, anybody like David Letterman? Yeah. Anybody see, you know, he's got the beard now, and he was interviewing Kanye West. Um, Kanye West. I don't want to even get into his politics and all his crazy. Um, but as he's interviewing him, Dave asks the question, um, did you think that Jesus Walks, which was his like breakout song, was going to be that famous? And Kanye, uh, he surprised me. He said, Absolutely. In fact, I know, I was walking down the street, and when this one line came into my mind, I knew I would be famous. And he recited the line. There's a line in this psalm that rivals any line I've ever heard in any song anywhere. It's verse 5. May those who sow in tears reap with shouts of joy. That's an amazing hit. That's an amazing line. That is at the core of our being what joy is. And if we're going to change the game and not be known as these grumpy people walking around that have all this amazing news, we need to circle around that this idea, this visual. May those who sow in tears. What's your visual? What's, what's that? You get somebody in the dirt or person going along and just putting seeds in the ground. And I just get, I, I get a visual image of this weeping person, broken and torn up by the day, by the roughness of life, 
by the hopelessness of, have you ever planted seeds and nothing comes of it? (laughs) Jennifer, have you? Even Jennifer has. I don't know if anybody knows, but Jennifer is an amazing gardener and like, that air flower, it's crazy. But even Jennifer, it, it fails. Like, it's, that is the world. That is the everyday. That is us walking at this kingdom outpost. Starting this Saturday evening gathering. Just sowing seeds, not knowing, just saying, Thy will be done. That's us coming on Sunday morning. Thy will be done. Use us. Notice the tears. The tears wrapped become the joy. Right? The sorrow and the joy are intermingled. You ever see the show Hot Ones? Have you seen that on the show? There's this television show called Hot Ones, and there's this guy who interviews people, like famous people, and he, um, he does it while you eat progressively hotter wings. <laughs> so there's like an X factor. You know, and by the end of it, the, like the guest is usually crying or coughing or like almost dying, and he's asking these crazy questions, and they're sometimes angry and just it's it's PG thirteen slash R. There's a little cussing, so just be cautious of who you're watching. Uh, he was interviewing. I wrote her name down because I always forget her name. She's uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter. What's that girl's name? Kate Hudson, boom, you guys pop quiz that part way faster than your Bible. <laughs> right? Okay, Kate Hudson. And uh, the interviewer guy says, and it's actually right, it's, and it's interesting because this whole story is what the psalmist is talking about because this, Kate Hudson's just eaten this thing called the bomb. And it's this, it's, it's on the Schofield, it's like 2000, I've heard it tastes terrible. It makes everybody cry. It's like, oh, it's just crazy. And he says, Kate, you're as quoted as saying, um, you love to play characters that can cry and laugh at the same time. What did you mean by that? And I tell you what, this psalmist, says that's, you're describing a follower of God. We can cry and laugh at the same time because in our crying, there is also the joy. Those moments of sowing the seed, of feeling like you're almost defeated, and God showing up and transforming that into a living tree that bears fruit, or grain, wheat. Look at that text again. What's the most repeated phrase in that in this song? Shout songs of joy. Shout songs of joy. And I love that in the, 
in that latter part that our pain is a part of those shouts of joy. Have you ever just felt crushed in the weight of the world coming down and then God shows up and it's a yes 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 have you <laughs> sorry I was I was got lost in all these moments you know I was a pastor at northeast of the well and uh, it, it Administers amongst the least and the lost. And what just popped in my head was um, I prayed a lot for this woman to meet a guy that wasn't a jerk. And right as I was hired here, she was getting married to this man who loves Jesus the Christ. And it's just a She's had one of the roughest backgrounds I have ever even heard. And just to have her standing in victory, marrying this man of God who loves her the way that she was designed to be loved, and it's a shout for joy. It's a win. Um, if I had the time, I'd love to just hear all those. Share those ones. I, I think that'll be my first application. Share some of those shouts for joy. Um, in fact, when's the last time you shout songs of joy, you need to tell somebody about it before next week? We got a deal? Yes or no? Okay, good. I'm not going to let you out without that deal. <laughs> uh, notice, this is kind of tangential. Um, you pointing out joyful things in other people's lives can make the difference. At the first read, I was wondering, why does he say the people say that we are so blessed? And I think he says it so that we can walk out of here with this application. If we want to be a joy-filled life, people, we need to be pointing out the joys that are happening in other folks' lives. You need to be speaking up. You and I need to be speaking up and saying, God did that. God did that. God did that. Then it's an invitation. Plunge into God's goodness. And remember that, um, oh, and then you got to say the end verse, right? Because we're about to sing it. Bringing in the sheaves. What's a sheave? It's a bundle of hay. It's a big bundle of hay, Right? There are some people that were trying to convince me. I couldn't find it on the Google or on whether it's true or not, but it may or may not be a measurement of hay. Like a, a bundle being one you can barely get your arms around. 
a lot of it. And that brings me... That brings me to that text, now we see through the glass dimly, then we shall see face to face. Because currently, it doesn't look like the sheaves are going to make it. Like, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. But are you God? Am I God? The answer is no. Everybody should say no. Thy will be done, Lord. Thy will be done. Did I forget any applications? I did not. Let's close in prayer. God, I just thank you again for being so faithful to us, for walking us through our valleys, for turning our sorrows into joy, to meeting, to meeting us. We're so grateful that you meet us as we sow and we weep. Please transform. Thy will be done, but please transform into shouts of singing for joy. And all God's people said, Do you want them standing or sitting? Oh, you got a microphone. Perfect. Can I have a little bit of amplification? I got it? Oh, thank you. Didn't know that. All right, uh, just a little note for myself. I grew up as a, as I remember, as a Baptist. And this song, being in the, the shifts, was a staple song. I've done it a million times, many times. Then I also played the Lutheran, uh, as a Lutheran organist. Not a chance to do this piece over there. So I had it as a Baptist. <laughs> now, all of you former Baptists, non-Baptists also here, that know this piece, this um, hymn song, please lift your hands in here. I want to I wanna know how many of you could do it. Everybody else who just, you have three chances to learn it, three verses. Um, and uh, if you feel like um, tapping your toe on this one, just go ahead and do it. <laughs> Let me get to the organ. <laughs>
makes me want to go up and down the aisles like this, or just go out and just grab people, right? Bringing in the sheaves. That's awesome. Thank you. I hadn't heard that. I grew up Baptist, but not that Baptist, I guess. Uh, don't forget, this is a Deacon's Fund offering Sunday. If you didn't come prepared for that, just grab this envelope, put it in your purse, put it in your back pocket, and come back with it uh, with tithes and offerings over and above that go straight to the least and the lost. Um, this morning's tithes, offerings, and gifts are now received.
Speaking of remembering how good God is and breathing in his peace. That was beautiful. Um, that rattled loose. Our mission and outreach applied for a grant that would add to our deacon's fund. It's helping with the least and the lost. And Los Ranchos Presbytery granted that grant. And uh, I just swimming in the truth that God continues to show up not before, not after, but right on time. Amen? Amen. Would you put your hands out? I'm just going to pray over this. God, I just thank you for these tithes, gifts, and offerings, and I pray that you would use them to your glory. And all God's people said, let's stand and sing the doxology. Most of you know me know that I have a favorite psalm, and uh, that is Psalm 23, because I so identify with the Lord being our shepherd and we being the sheep. The that I like is when I walk in the valley of the shadows, I will fear no evil for you are with me. And when I was studying Hebrew, I specifically studied that line. And it doesn't say the valley of the shadow of death. It talks about shadowy places. And we face a lot of shadowy places in our lives. We face all these moments when we need help. And what I have found is really helpful is when I'm in a shadowy place like that, and it could just be that I'm in a mess of traffic somewhere someday, and I don't like it, which is where those sheep were. And I do a little prayer, and I say, when I walk through that valley of shadows, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. We've seen how God showed up in the past, and we know that God will continue to show up. And so when we come to this time of prayer, we come knowing that God will meet us in all the shadowy places of our lives, and we need not fear, for God is with us. Will you pray with me? We thank you, O God, that your presence abides with us. We rejoice in the truths that Christ died to make known. We pray with the assurance that you know of our needs before we utter the words. So we come before your throne of grace today. Prayers for ourselves, 
our family and friends, and the world around us. We pray for our church as the fall season with all of its activities is beginning. We pray that many will take advantage of the Bible studies and other activities that are offered so they may grow in their knowledge of you and in their desire to follow and serve Jesus Christ. We pray for this Saturday night food and fellowship time and pray that you open the doors to more and more to attend. We offer our prayers today for many countries facing disastrous conditions and devastation. We pray for Morocco as people try to recover from the recent earthquake with the loss of thousands of lives and displacement of many more thousands. And we pray for Libya after the dam burst and flooding that took thousands of lives with many more still missing. Such losses affect whole nations. We pray for the recovery of these people and that nations that bring aid may help where most needed. We pray for our own nation, too, as areas are hit by hurricanes, tropical storms, and flooding. Protect these vulnerable citizens, we pray. Give us the mind of Christ as we look upon our neighbors. Place in our hearts genuine care and concern for those who are suffering in any way. We pray for those who usually worship with us, but are absent due to sickness or failing strength. We pray for healing for all who are ill and need your touch. Be present with those who care for the sick and the aging. We pray for all in need of prayer, for none of us is able to carry heavy burdens alone, and none of us needs to do so because you have promised to be with us. Show us whom we can help and what we can do, for we act as your hands and your feet. We pray today for Steve Byrne, who has a malignant lung tumor and will soon be having surgery for the removal of a lobe of that lung. We pray that this tumor has not affected the lymph nodes, and that the surgery is one procedure treatment as predicted. We pray for healing. We pray for Kathy and the family as they walk this journey with Steve. We pray for those waiting for surgeries and those recovering. We pray for Chuck DeBerard and Georgina Connery, for Bev, for Terry and her daughter Amber, and for Kevin, scheduled for surgery this month. Give to each as they have need, and place us in position to give wherever we can, and to do so in your name. We pray for those with chronic needs, for Buzz and Keith, for Pat Lane, and we continue to pray for Patty Ernest that her healing may be complete. We pray for those struggling with the diseases and effects of aging, that you may strengthen and encourage them. 
Through our intercessions, may all these sicknesses be turned into health. Eternal God, you draw us near to you through Christ. Amid the activities of our daily lives, make us attentive to your voice and alert to your presence, that we may treasure your word above all and listen to you in all we do. We ask this through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And after studying this psalm and all the joy that we express for all that God has done for us, would you stand as we sing our concluding hymn, To God Be the Glory.
right? Yeah, oh, come, Father, through Jesus. That's good right there. That's some good stuff. Just have that soak into your core, and we're all good, right? Um, receive this morning's benediction. May God's face shine upon you. May the power, the dunamis power, the dynamite power of his presence guide and keep you. And may the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, draw you into worship, draw you into shouts of joy, proclaiming how good God has been through Jesus the Christ. May this happen today, tomorrow, and forevermore. May it be so. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen.